All right, question for you, Father Matt. Yes. How does biblical prophecy work? How does what does Jesus say about the end times? This is this. Does the book of Revelation contain coded secrets about when the world will end? I like. Who's the Antichrist, or what is the Antichrist? This is kind of. Should I? Should we? Should we expect a rapture at any moment? Probably. And how will Christ? Oh. (laughs) How will Christ return, and what will happen when he does? Two more real quick questions. What will eternal life be like? Quickly, if you could answer that quickly. Well, eternal life. How should we live? How should we live in light of the end times? These questions and more. That was only like nine questions that are covered in this book, The End Times. It's very short, super thin. Mm-hmm. Half the width of your cell phone. But we gave these away. As part of our parish theme, you cannot love what you do not know. This was one of the four books we offered. And uh, right now, Father Matt's just going to share one question that sort of stuck out to him in this book. And we're going to encourage you to start reading this book or the other book that you got. And in case I forget to say it later, shop.catholic.com is a place where you can buy this book if this isn't the one you picked up or any of the other. They got like 46 books in this mm-hmm. series. This book's only 70 pages. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> probably the biggest question about the end times is, Father Matt, are we living in the end times? Are the end times right now? So yeah, this is actually the first question that this book handles. And I think it's kind of the most pressing because uh, we want to know, again, there's kind of a, I think there's, you can go either way with the end times. You can either be like, they're just so far off, who cares? Which I think would be a fault to try to do that because mm-hmm. it's important to always look to the end and always know that God could call us at any time or any uh, any moment. Um, you do not know the, the day or the hour as it says in sacred scripture. So to kind of think, oh, that doesn't matter. That's so far off, who cares? That's a, that would be a pretty great error. But also the other time, and I think the book spends a lot of other time uh, looking at like, being too obsessed with it where it's like, oh, is there secret coded messages? Is there all that sort of stuff? Mm. When really the most... Reading current events as like fulfillments of Old Testament or New Testament prophecies. Right. And sort of being, uh, I don't know, at a state of... Well, not in a state of peace. You can look at secret knowledge. Like if you have secret knowledge, somehow you can shortcut it. But really, I think the question that really is on all of our hearts is, what is the end times? When are they? What does it mean for my salvation? Yeah. I know one of the other books is salvation, so I don't want to go on that. But really, we are in a, and I've, I've preached on this before, and I've actually was talking to somebody about this. We're in a perpetual advent right now. Hmm. So the season of so advent. So really huge wreath. Yes, really big wreath. Um, so many candles. This is forever. Candles forever. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> what do you mean by uh, perpetual so, advent? So advent is it's the season, of course, right before um Christmas, where we're preparing for the coming of Jesus, where we're preparing for two judgments that we're going to experience. We're going to experience the judgment, our particular judgment when we die, we'll meet Jesus and we'll, uh, we'll have a conversation with that. And then also when Jesus comes again, as has been foretold in the scriptures, in the book of Revelation, mm-hmm. and Jesus mentioned it several times in the gospel. Um, so that's called the general judgment. General judgment. And that's when, you know, Jesus comes back. Yes. Second coming of Christ. Yes. <clears throat> That's the end of the world, basically. The end of the world, as we know it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So The resurrection of the body. So the answer to the question, are we living in the end times? So the answer is yes. 
and this is don't don't freak out don't freak out because <laughs> uh i'm not saying you know freak out and run around in circles it really just means that we are living in a, uh, he does a really good job of talking about it there's various stages of um of salvation and some of which we know in the scriptures um the time when jesus was alive and then after he died um rose and ascended we're now in the end times as as is this is the stage of of salvation so we're and we talk about being already saved and not yet mm-hmm. so we're kind of in that that tension between um where yes we've experienced the salvation of jesus but then at the same time we're waiting for him to come again to mm-hmm. finish it because i don't know about your life but my life we can have difficult moments of sin we can have moments of doubt moments of all sorts of uh not so good things and it can feel like it's god's not there when in fact god has saved us mm-hmm. so these this this end period as he kind of refers to it in a really good way um is kind of where we sit waiting for when jesus will come again so when we say yes we're living in the end times it's because this is the last stage of history mm-hmm. before uh jesus comes back mm-hmm. and we have the new heavens and the new earth and all that because we used to have you know before god revealed himself at all mm-hmm. you know human beings just had our consciences right and then he revealed himself in a special way through abraham and the old testament and this Moses. sort of continuing revelation of more mm-hmm. and more unfolding of who the father is and then we had like this perfect revelation of who god is in jesus mm-hmm. god becoming human incarnate like us in all things but sin and then he lived 33 years, died, rose again, was only around a couple of weeks, and then ascends into heaven. So we have this like other period we're living in now. This is like the period of the church. I would say even the period of the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit was more perfectly revealed as mm-hmm. in, in Pentecost. Because if you remember the birth, we say the birthday of the church was the time of Pentecost. And so really we have, um, again, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit uh, always existed. But then, as you said, they were revealed uh, throughout. So we're in this end times where Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have been revealed. And then they will be further revealed at the end of this period. So again, uh, when we talk about end times, uh, I love history. So history always repeats itself. It's kind of a common phrase in history. Yeah. But that would not necessarily apply for salvation history because salvation history has new things that happen. Think about the way that we even number our years. It all changed with the person of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so um, this this stage of life that we live in right now, we're really excited, uh, really looking forward to that. So what does this mean for us? So this means that um, we should really be open to trying to live our faith. We should be open to trying to follow what we're called to follow um, because we don't know the day or the hour. We should not live in fear. and again, I think the book does a really great job if you're really interested in this kind of addressing like, okay, is this like it even talks about like RFID trackers? Is this the mark of the beast? Is this the mark? Yeah. You know, we hear these words, the mark of the beast, the Antichrist, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Because we can get very almost obsessive about this. Yeah, about certain details. And has this been has this prophecy been fulfilled? And is this the fulfillment, this right. character? Is this, this government movie? official, the the Antichrist? Yeah. Is this person? And you hear this sort of terminology all the time. And I think you're kind of missing the mark. Really, to be fervent in this is not to go into 
I read this book and therefore I had the secret knowledge, but really how can I best live my life following God? How can I choose to, um, how can I choose to go to the sacraments? How can I come back to God? How can I bring my family closer to God? Uh, that's really kind of, I think the urgency that we should have, not necessarily, I need to know all this right now. Cause if I don't know all this, then I'm going to be left out. Yeah. So Jesus is coming back. We don't know when, but there's mm-hmm. not going to be some big new public revelation before that. Like mm-hmm. we've got everything we need. So. We've got all 73 books of the Bible. We've got all seven sacraments. We have the church. We have the example of tens of thousands mm-hmm. of saints to imitate. And so we've got everything we everything we need. Yeah. We've got prayer. We've got that intimate connection with the Father that he's just one prayer away at any time. Yeah. And so now we just focus on living it out, preparing, because we're going to meet Jesus mm-hmm. either at our death or if Jesus comes back before then. Uh, and we want to meet him just, uh, mm-hmm. we just want him to just wrap us with his merciful arms. To love God, to love others, to love ourselves. I think one of the greatest ways to love ourselves is to allow God to love us. And so really when we talk about the end times, it can seem like such a, it's almost a topic like, I don't even want to talk about that. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. And I, I will get this as a priest sometimes where I'll get uh, people asking me about salvation. Even I use the word judgment, the predict- and they all, oh, I don't like the idea that God <clears throat> judgment. You have to remember who God yeah. is and that God is not looking to get us. God's not trying to, um, God's not trying to judge us in such a way that uh, unfairly, but really um, when we hear even speak of judgment, we can kind of get a little bit nervous but to know that uh, we have a merciful God, as you mentioned, a loving God who only wants us to come back to him. And so uh, as you're reading this or as you're maybe watching this or listening to this, it's important. And this might be the memo that you need to. All right. Now is the time to come back because we come back and prepare for Lent. It's a good time to really yeah. think of come back um, and come back not to God on our knees groveling, but really come back and say, God, I love you. Please, please love me. And that's really what it means to be in the end times. Mm-hmm. So yep. the reason we're making this video where we just took a look at one question mm-hmm. out of this 20 questions booklet is to encourage you to read it. Yeah. Don't let it become another book on the bookshelf that you haven't read. You can read this in what, 30, 45 minutes. And you know, it's very, uh, and I, I would say I'm not a voracious reader myself. I can sometimes go slow and reading this. Is, it's pretty it's very approachable. It's yeah. not a, it's yeah, not, not too a, dense. Not a textbook or anything like yeah. that. So if you got this book, crack it open if you haven't yet. And if you would like this book, you can get it and all the other topics at shop.catholic.com. Awesome. And that is it. Very well, good. Thank you, Father Matt. Thank you. And uh, God bless all of you. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.